So we have our first map, and ordinarily, if this was uh, a quiet year, we would keep this and we would build off of it as events happen. But since we are going from a town to a city, we are going to take a new piece of paper. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Twist. Now, Amanda, I want you to hold on to this. This is going to be our reference okay. point about where we start. Uh, I also want to keep all of the uh, abundances and scarcities aware and all of the things that we've named as we were in there. So now that we have our town, we're going to move to the second map. Oh, fuck. Map game. <laughs> map game. It's a map with a game. Uh, this is... <laughs> Isn't it map a game, game with a map? It's a game with a map. There no, it it's a map with a it's game. It's a map with a game. <laughs> So now I want to imagine that this second map is like we moved out two clicks on Google Maps. So we're zooming out here. You can uh, no longer see the guy frozen in his driveway next to his van. No, exactly. No. You can't. There is like now a little point that's like <laughs> that's like local crayfish in Lake Town. <laughs> but we are moving back. So the town is now going to be a circle in the top right corner of the map. I've created a rough topography of the land zoomed out here. We have a river stretching down the right-hand side of the page. There is a dense forest on the bottom of the page. Stick with hats. Sticks with hats. And there's a local road that stretches from the town at the top right all the way down the page to the bottom left. Uh, there are also a few small hamlets along the highway. Just think there's like a few shots, maybe a church, maybe some homes, but like no more than like a thousand people in any of these little hamlets, which I've dotted with X's on the land. Uh, but otherwise, the land is really undeveloped. So we're going to start turning this map, turning the town that we had in the other map into a city. Uh, I have a bunch of prompts that I've written down on slips of paper, and we're going to go around the table clockwise. On your turn, you're going to take one of the slips of paper, read the prompt out loud, and then resolve it by talking it out with all of us and then making uh, some sort of drawing on this new blanker map. Uh, the prompt might ask you a question, it might bring bad news, or it might create an opportunity. If it's your turn, it's up to you to make the decisions. You can ask all of us questions, but ultimately it's your call. Uh, whenever it makes sense in a situation, again, add new drawings and symbols to the map to reflect what changed in the city. If these changes affect something else that's already drawn, someone else can speak up and talk about how it might change something that was already there. Maybe preferably someone who had drawn the thing, but anyone uh, has a chance here. We also have our abundances and resources to guide your decisions. So what is the city value? How do they respond to success and adversity? And who needs places and who will give them that space? I have uh, four piles of six prompts. Each pile is going to represent an era of life and growth in the city. As we start each new pile, we're going to transition into an era with an era event. I want you to treat this like an all-play in Pictionary. I'm going to lay out the situation or problem, and all of you are going to collaborate to figure out how the city would handle it. Uh, the players must come to an agreement, and then we're going to draw the results. Hopefully, I'm going to be kind of hands-off during the era events, but I am going to take a turn as we go around and do the uh, smaller events there. The names of the eras are the start, the boom, the build, and the new age. Okay. Ooh, what causes this in the plot? We shall not know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. It's when they left the silver standard. Ooh. That is a joke I make, and I'm upset that you made it. <laughs> I've done that. I've made that joke at very least good. five times I joined the party. I'm very annoyed. All right. So does everybody understand what's going on? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to name my character Williams Jennings Brian now. Damn it. That oh, was, no. That'll be super fucking funny. All right. 
Here is going to be our pile. Just kind of like pick a random one from there. But I'm going to start with the first era event for the start. This is 1988. Ooh, sit down the move. <laughs> Good news. You're allowed to spread outside of the confines of Lake Town and really be ready to make it into Lake Town City. <laughs> Duda, Duda, Laketon City? No, it's no, not. it's Lake Town. Oh no! Oh no! Imposter Jacuz. <laughs> so I want everyone to pick a new neighborhood to establish uh, the vague space of it. Uh, who lives there and what is its vibe? Uh, you can use the hamlets here as a kind of the center of your neighborhoods if you want to start, but you can kind of do whatever you want. So like a city glomming all of the small towns around it, like yeah. it becomes neighborhoods in the bigger city. Yeah, it's like someone put an initiative as like, hey, make this into a city. And there wasn't really any city planning. So people kind of just rushed out and made the thing, made the thing as soon as they could. So why don't you guys uh, pick a place and tell me about what it's like. So I'm going to put like below Lake Town on the riverside here, mm-hmm. Little Italy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. The best eggplant Parmesan crayfish mashup this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> Very good. Julia's drawing a big old pizza slice. Nice. And then, Julia, can you just, like, make, put the bounds of it? Yes. Now, Julia, why did you choose next to the river? So, because a lot of, you know, shipping and stuff like that happens via rivers and stuff like that. And so I'm thinking it connects to New York City. And the reason I chose Little Italy is because whenever there's a city in growth, there is a mafia connection. Oh. So there's probably like docks and stuff on the river here. So can I build that out a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Is that where they like do the cement shoes and then also like get their bottles of uh, marinara ship down to them. And enjoy a big plate of spaghetti. Yes, you you all are correct. <laughs> I am just imagining like those little pizza parlor shakers of Parmesan floating down the river. <laughs> mm. I think the red pepper flakes would float really well. That's true. As well. I like that. That's true. Tell me about the vibe and obviously it's Little Italy so we kind of know who lives there. Yeah. But uh, tell me more. It probably kind of has like the seedy underbelly is by the docks but the closer you get to the highway is a little bit more like touristy with a lot of like mom and pop restaurants and like a good deli situation going on an importer exporter area that sort of thing. Cool. I, I like that. Is there any well-known dish like pizza? I'm or... so glad you asked. <laughs> is it, Julia, may I make a guess? Is it Mountain Lobster Pizza? Yeah, of course it is! Yay! <laughs> yes! Love it. I've been do- like, I've been waiting. I was like, I'm going to put a little Italy in. Their specialty is going to be Mountain Lobster Pizza. This is the part Cream of the movie sauce? where we reshow a re-edit of the beginning of the movie, <laughs> where actually Julia was in on it the whole time. It's not cream sauce. It's actually like a like a spicy red sauce. Oh, oh yeah. Like an arabato oh, or yeah. like a... A uh, cocktail sauce type sauce. No, like a Diablo. Oh. oh. Tomato-based... A little bit of like crushed red pepper in there. Hell yeah. That makes sense. That's Maybe so much some better. optional hot honey. Yes. Brandon, can I go next? Yeah. So I'm going to base my neighborhood. There is an X on the left-hand side of the page, uh, like behind another X. So it's not even on the highway. It must be kind of like, or the local road. It must be like additional local roads to get to this neighborhood. This is going to be the like crunchy granola. There used to be a cult and now there's a bunch of like people who blog about their organic farming. Or this is pre-blogs. So a bunch of people who get like the uh, Mother Earth magazine, I think mm-hmm. it was, where like original hippies who like bought nutritional yeast and things. They're got probably it making from. like zines and stuff that they hand yeah. out at the farmer's market. Yeah, and yeah. very much like, you know, east side of Austin, 
East Nashville, you know, kind of feeling where, yeah, it's people who the land is pretty cheap. They can kind of do whatever they want. And they're just like weird in the best way. Hippie granola type mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you just put a little symbol to demonstrate that? Uh, yes, I will put a bottle of kombucha. Perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. Can you draw the scoby too? Gotta draw that scobe. I drew a little spider looking scoby at the bottom of the bottle. That's oh, good. gross. That works. I hate it. You asked for it. I know. I regret everything. All right, Brandon, give it a shot. Okay. I have been fascinated with whenever you're developing new space, there's like, they have to build these like shanty towns where the workers live mm-hmm. while they are working on the project. That happened when you made the Hoover Dam too. And then when the thing happens, they sort of either get subsumed or just like abandoned. Mm. Sure. Uh, and I think that's so fascinating that they have to build a town before they have to build the thing they're actually trying to do. No, that's great. Yeah. So I think it'd be actually closer to the town because they started building closer to the town and they started building outwards. For sure. So, and I do think it has grown a little bit in size because the projects that these people were on ended, but the people ended up just liking the town because the federal government covered some of their housing expenses and yes. they, it was a nice place to live. So they just end up staying and now it actually becomes like a a weird mix of like shanty houses, but also like newly constructed nice family homes. Um, so there's definitely some abandoned buildings in there, and there's definitely some like 1950s Norman Rockwell style homes as well. Mm. Yeah, there's just like that's where the first neighborhood is, I guess. Yeah, I'm cool. picturing like like Manchester, Belfast, or some of these like industrial company towns mashed up with like farmhouses. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna draw to represent Norman Rockwell. I'm gonna draw a turkey. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. It's it's a symbol. Do you want to put your hand down on it? So <laughs> draw it appropriately and then to represent the the shanty town i'm just gonna draw like it in a house and then oh dang the hat fell off oh no no. (laughs) i like that and i was inspired to make like an industrial district Mm -hmm. it's not like a business district necessarily but i think that it does need to be close to where brandon did and it should also be close to the only highway at the moment Mm -hmm. so i think it's gonna like just be this little slice right here like the very middle of the page yeah, right in the middle of the page and i'm gonna make a little factory so many smokestacks ah it's also like pretty close to the, to the original lake town mm-hmm. and to the the hippie district yeah and that also it's it's also pretty close to the docks as well and so now all of this stuff that we haven't developed still is like open so maybe we'll add end up, end up adding more uh neighborhoods later all right so starting to my left amanda why don't you choose one of our slips sure I'll choose the smallest one. So what is the most beautiful thing in this area or what is the most hideous thing in this area? Mm. Mm. Uh, They're both the giant crawfish. (laughs) And it's still there. You're not wrong, Brandon. It's too small for me to see him right now, but he's there (laughs) waving all the time. I think that at the bottom left of the map, so at kind of like the outside edge of this two-lane road leading up to Lake Town that someone built a sort of like rest stop, but it was in whatever this is, the mid 80s. So it's just like concrete brutalist and it is mad ugly. And on the top of it, it has a crayfish neon sign. So it's the welcome to Lake Town rest stop. Love it. Welcome to Lake Town City. And as the tourists come in, they stop to this rest stop and they're like, oh, the famous mountain lobsters is where we get them. And then the real towners are like, no. No, no, no. That's the fake crap. You got to get in the city. You got to go to the crawfish house. Right, but it's all... You go to the crawfish house or you get the slice. 
I drew at the bottom left corner of the map a little like access road, a big parking lot, a gross cube with a lobster on top. <laughs> nice. Incredible. Uh, Julia, grab. All right. So what group has the highest status in the community? What must people do to gain inclusion in this group? Interesting. And does it have to be established like within the communities that we have already made? Nope. You can start from uh, what we have both in the town and in the city, mm -hmm. or you can just add somebody new. I think it's like, I think townies, like people who were in the original town who have been there forever. Even as the, the city grows out, the original townies have this kind of like status to them that I think that it's important to highlight. Yeah. Interesting. So do we want to clarify, do we want townies or the summering people or the original people who are in Lake Town when it was Lake Town when the inciting event happened? Um, I want to say townies specifically, but as a larger group inciting incident people. So people who are in town who were there for the quarantine as a larger group are very like well respected, but it's the townies who like owned mm. all the businesses in Lake Town to begin with. It's like layers on layers. Yes. Like I was there. Well, did you live there? No, mm -hmm. I was just vacationing. You're like I've I've owned the Mountain Lobster Shack yeah. the, yes. my entire life. Yeah, anyway. So Julia, why don't you put something down there? And I don't remember if I clarified this, but during our history that I, I talked with our players about, there is an inciting incident which kind of like kicks off the history that we're creating here, why the city becomes the thing where it is and why the mad scientist and the science is in abundance. Um, later, I think the government tries to bring them back, everyone who is affected by the inciting incident, to be under quarantine and under study uh, because things are happening to them. And we'll get into that uh, later. I just kind of redrew the lake in this sort of sliver that is between the, what'd you call it before, a shantytown? Norman shantytown. Norman shantytown, the industrial district, and Little Italy. There's just this little sliver leading directly into the original town. And I think that's kind of the occupying area that people, after the quarantine, maybe they left, but they didn't go too far. Like the super expensive parts of Queens, where it's like <laughs> exactly. still suburb. Right. Yeah. It is the closest suburb, and that makes it very expensive. Yeah. And but it is nice. Yeah. I love that. Brandon, it is now your turn. Okay. The mad scientist decides to move elsewhere in the city. Ooh. Where does she go? What does her new house look like? <laughs> I think the mad scientist. Yeah. As soon as people start invading her space a little bit, I think she's going to try to like. Well, first of all, she has more status. Like people know her now, so she's she's not really able to hide anymore, and so uh, she also wants to like sort of stake a claim, like make sure that she doesn't lose her town and 100%. her prominence. I think she would be like within like on the very edge here of the new outcrop of mm -hmm. of townies, mm -hmm. but like still like on the perimeter. It's like yeah, you know when you're like senator. <laughs> lives just on the border, like in the very wealthy town. I also love how she's still a presence in like the mm -hmm. townies or the first peoples like area. I like that a lot. Brandon drew a very good beaker with like bubbling stuff coming Yay. out of it. Nice. Hell yeah. All right. I'm going to go. Oh, wonderful. The city elects its first mayor. Who is it? What is their platform? Represent them with the city government building. Eric, if it's not the giant mountain lobster i'm quitting everyone wrote in the giant mountain lobster that had to call the election <laughs> null and void it was the second place winner who actually got it 
I'm so glad this came about to me because I had this idea. I totally think it's the mad scientist. Ooh. 100%. <laughs> yeah, do and, it. And like, you wouldn't think so, but I think a lot of people believed in what she was doing. There's, She is kind of like the spurring idea of why everything was happening. And there might be other reasons that we'll get into. I'm very inspired by the idea that Albany is the capital of New York instead of New York City because they want something that's in the middle. So there's this X, which is literally just on the highway in the middle. So I'm just going to make a little circle. And I'm going to make this like downtown, mm-hmm. which is cool. where the government and the yeah. X is literally this was like an old state building. And the the mad scientist was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just I'll work there. Yeah. This is where the seat of government is. Congratulations. Sure. So I'm going to make we this, did it, gang. I'm and it's make, a, a nice commute for her because her house is right on the highway, too. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those downtowns where there's like one actually good restaurant and then everything else is like, meh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's how I feel about the Portland downtown. Yeah, mm. exactly. It's like there's so much about Portland that I love. But, like, the actual downtown makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah. Um, the real, uh, those who are really in the know go up the road to Little Italy for lunch. Or over to the hippie Crunchy town. Granola town. Yeah, and get, and get some, some oh, vegan yeah. stuff. So oh, yeah. I'm going to put the, the interns go west, too. So this is the downtown district with the city government. And the mayor, um, their platform was just, like, on the growth and the creation is, like, let's make this the best city in America. Mm-hmm. The best cool. new city in America, like the city of the future. And I think that now that she is a public figure, she continues to push that. And like she does scientific things. I think that uh, she's also like very involved in everything. A mountain lobster in every pot. Incredible. <laughs> so only oh. one though, and they're about yay big. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And like it's like well, a mountain, very big promise. It's like a mountain lobster in every pot and a robot in every home or yeah. something like that. Hundred oh, percent. So we're good. all living in the Jetsons era. <laughs> yeah, like that's what she's trying to do. All right. I got there is one good road and one not so good at being a road that connects <laughs> the neighborhoods. What are they? Okay, so you're gonna put down two roads. Uh so you're going to connect one neighborhood to another neighborhood in a good way, and you're going to connect one neighborhood to another neighborhood in a bad way. So I think it makes sense for there to be a good back road that gets built between the industrial zone, the shanty town, and the government. Like this one highway is going to get a lot of traffic. So I think um, that the mayor or someone else builds a road uh, that sort of connects the rest stop, actually, to all the way up in the shanty town, so it's like a back road that you can uh, it can access. Great. And I'm going to make it pretty straight, um, just to be efficient. Those of you playing at home, uh, our dotted lines are where the neighborhoods are, but these straight lines are roads. Got it. And then I think the inefficient road is going to wind along the river, but not not close to the river. <laughs> like it, it's uh, kind of like winding. Maybe it goes around like trees or fishing holes or whatever, like old farms that used to be there. So if you want to get from the original lake town down to the forest, uh, good luck. (laughs) Oh my God, this is the worst road I've ever seen. Who built this road? 100%. Me? That's (laughs) that's literally the highway for Bear Mountain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's that is beautiful. And you'll note it does not actually connect to Lake Town proper. It only connects to the docks. <laughs> so you drive through the docks if you want to get actually to Lake Town. Uh, I love this idea because we still haven't developed that area there. So it's like, oh shit, something's gonna develop, and it's just like it's so hard to get there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or like the people are, are independent. All right, we have one last one for the start era, Julia, and Julia, let's yeah. do it. Julia, yeah. what belief or practice helps to unify your community? Oh. oh, this could be fun. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm open to ideas if y'all want to throw things at me because nothing immediately springs to mind other than like the concept of 
innovation, I suppose. Yeah. Like everything is meant to make it better. And in a lot of ways, I think that kind of has people step away from tradition. I love that idea that there might be a better way. Mm -hmm. What about to broaden it out a little bit? What if it's just like futurism? Mm -hmm. Like it's not strictly innovation, but it's like we are the next step in township, in science, in pizza development. I think that's great because there are good and bad that comes out of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that too because that also keeps the opportunity in weird places. Is that like it's not about necessarily changing because there does seem to be some sort of like holding on to the idea that we were a town and now we're in a city. But like we're a city of the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Like there's definitely like a museum somewhere that is like dressed up in futurism but like futurism from 1982, you know, and never changes. Ooh, Julia drawing some great neo-Grecian architecture. Yeah, it looks like a pantheon. So I think in our government center area, our downtown area, we have that, like, museum of tomorrow. Oh, I like Hell that. Hell yeah. yeah. Fuck yes. There's an exhibit that does, like, rotate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. ba da ba 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 We are in era two. Okay. The boom. Huh. People are coming fast and furious to the city. Vin Diesel's here? Yes. Let's institute public transportation. What does the city invest in? Or a major local employer builds a regional amenity, a hospital, an art center, etc. What is it? We- so is this it? As people show up, are we going to invest in public transportation? Or are we going to invest in a different thing, but we asked a private person to build it? Public transportation, please. <laughs> I know that's the good option, mm-hmm. but what do you think actually happens oh, based on what we've laid out? I want public transportation so bad, though, What if? What if? Marvel presents what if. What if the mayor in the futurism theme that we're building on here decides to invest super hard in trams? Yes, and I was like, literally like either trams tram. or like a ski lift funicular sky gondola. Trams? Sky, sky tram. tram. So it's a tram, but in sky. Okay. Um, and so that would with hat. Yeah. <laughs> Little hat, so snow does not fall. <laughs> So it would actually solve some problems because, like, if we're in upstate New York, there's going to be a lot of snow. If there are a lot of people coming, they are not going to want to rely on cars. So I could almost picture a, like, gondola, I'm just going to call it a SkyTram network, like, zigzagging all across town. Maybe there's a couple different lines. Maybe it's a grid almost that gets imposed on it. I don't know how we want to draw it. Maybe there's, like, a, a central station. So, like, Amanda, why don't you put the station and let's assume that it spiders out and there's limited connection on the outer rims between neighborhoods. Sure. I think I it would like... also be less developed in the actual, lake town, though. Agreed. I'm picturing, yeah, like the city center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why don't I do it on the edge of the industrial zone and the downtown? Because the Capitol building wouldn't want it, like, next to the Capitol building, Mm -hmm. Um, but it will be accessible to the people who are going to work in the industrial zone. And then from there, sort of like hub and spoke style to the middle of the page, all of the different branches branch out to different areas. I like that the the mayor, when they were like proposing this project, was like, let's show the world how beautiful our city is with sky trams. Mm -hmm. Love sky trams. I drew drew a little uh, gondola sky tram kind of off the highway on the border between industrial zone and the downtown. I love it. Hell fucking yeah. So Brandon's going to go first in round two. Is it spelled like with two Y's or an I, Sky? I think it's all caps. It's styled in all caps every time. Skytram. Skytram. So it's about seven years afterwards. So we started in 88 plus seven. We are now from 95 to about 2003. 
So Skytram is such a 90s ass shit. In Al Gore's alternate America, we lean hard into transportation, public transport. <laughs> yeah, Al Gore's there during the <laughs> during the ribbon cutting ceremony. He's crying. He's so proud. He's fucking tears. He's like, Bill wanted to come here, but I said, no, this is my thing. Yep. Ooh, this is fun. Okay, I drew mine. A headstrong community member decides to put one of their ideas in motion. Ooh. Start a foolish project. Open to ideas. What, what's a dumb hippie thing that might have been put into fruition? What's a dumb thing that a city, yeah, the city would would do that would like fall out of misuse within like a year? Um, it could be like an within the neighborhood type transport. Maybe it's like car sharing, but they're golf carts, and they forgot that it gets winter. Exactly. I, was, I was thinking scooters, exactly. Yep, yep. <laughs> it works for a summer. Yeah. Um, I don't, scooters are too much of a hellscape for me, but I like golf carts. Maybe it's- What's uh, like super future-y? On the street trams. I Okay, here's an idea. I think they would do the sidewalks of tomorrow, and they're like people mover. Um, yes, yes, Brandon! Uh, what are they called? What are those called? People, people movers. movers. People you're right, yeah. 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 And they put like six of them in and no one uses them because why would you? They're always always broken. broken. (laughs) There's snow on them much of the time. I'm going to say you have to put it in a neighborhood. So what neighborhood tried to do it and who is it? Um, I think that's like a downtown thing probably, right? Yeah, it seems like government center would put that in being like it's accessible. I think either industrial or capital. Ooh, leading industrial to capital I think would make sense. Yeah. It's like oh. they try to encourage people to walk to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> Even good. Even in the winter. Yeah, maybe between the tram station and the Capitol building. Now, uh, it, this is created by a person. So who thought this was a good idea? You can cr- also create a person. I like the idea of whoever the person who invented this is that we, like, use it as slang in the city. Be like, all right, <laughs> great, like, like Einstein, but not sarcastic. Where it's in, like, oh, oh great yeah. idea. This is good. I like, so in the industrial area, there are, like, companies that decided to come in and for whatever reason they they see a burgeoning city so like is there like a cfo or a cto in like one of these dumb big companies that thought this was a great idea yeah i think there's like a um sort of steve jobs uh bill gates kind of person in their garage making things that that kind of people but like fucking terrible right uh so like a biz stone but of tech i Um, like that i think the last name should definitely be a noun like gates and jobs Mm-hmm. Okay. Stones. I'm bad at naming things, so yeah. Let's. So there's like legitimate John companies. Profit. <laughs> Man, he really gymmed that up. His name's just right. Jim. We just remember him as Jim. Jim Jimson. And yeah. he worked at one of the companies, and we'll establish that later. And now it's slang that if you when you mess something yep. up, you really gymmed it. Yeah, this is a real Jim yeah. Jam, huh? Yeah, it's a, a real Jim Jam. It's a real Jim Jam. Yes, I That's love perfect. that. Brandon, write the word Jim Jam next to them. <laughs> Please. This is the only Jim time Jam. because we established it together. We're gonna include that, and that's now city slang. Jim Jam. I fucking love that. No, I'm trying really to redeem fucking... myself from Timbley Tombleys. <laughs> fucking Jim Jam. So that I think up. what Jim did was like a lot of legitimate companies came in and was like, "Hey, we'll take on your government contract to like build roads and your Skytrans, whatever." And then Jim was like you know, from fucking Silicon Valley, California. And he was like, I'm going to come in and fucking innovate. I'm going to disrupt. Let's go. People movers. It and is then, the first.com boom. Pets.com. Yeah. Going everywhere. Yep. It's and then, cut. yeah, everyone was like, I guess. And then. Yeah. And, but that's the thing with the mayor is that she, anything that looks like innovation, she'll do it. Yeah. yeah. And then cool. no one used them. Yeah. It really gymmed it up. Yeah. It was a real gym jam. It's a real it's JJ. A real gym jam. All right. Uh, five. Fuck yes. I'm so glad I got this one. 
Name a bar of recognition. Why is it so? Who hangs out there? I wanted that one. Sorry, bro. Darn. I'm going to say it's an extension of Astro Lane. I think that Astro Lane, yes. because they Astro were- Astro Lane after dark. Astro Lane. <laughs> so now there is a bowling alley slash bar that is like all over the city. There's one in every single neighborhood. But I think like the really hip one is definitely in in Weston. Mm-hmm. I think it's got to be called Astros. It's not Astro Lane anymore. But yeah, it's, it's just Astros. Astros. Yeah, because Astro Lane is a family establishment. Of course. And they, they all have like slightly different names. Mm-hmm. Astros, Comets. You can get a bowling ball at every single one though. That's the signature drink. If you don't drink a bowling ball at Astros, did you even go? Yeah. I know. And now like the bowling ball is like just local lore. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Astros is now in the hippie area. It's so funny. Love it. So Bang not hippie. All right. There you go. A contingent within the community demand to be heard. Who are they? What are they asking for? Hmm. Huh. Julia, do you have an idea? Um, I'm leaning towards the hippies in this situation. I like that. It could be the hippies asking for like environmental protections. It could be the workers in the shanty town or industrial zone. This could go with um, our mountain lobster theme too. I was just thinking that yeah. where they can see that like as the restaurants selling mountain lobster get more and more popular oh, yeah. and more and more and famous, they're like, listen, the species is going to die out real quick. We need yeah. to like create some sort of conservation effort for them. Totally. Yeah. This I, is also related. I think this creates a lot of tension with the underground crime. Mm-hmm. Is that like they were, the docks were fine. We were just using it. Nobody touched it. But now that there are environmental people, either it's government or there's a, now a company that mm-hmm. does this. Like very similar to what happens in um in New York City with the um with the clams and the mussels. Where are they gonna dump the bodies? Exactly. Yeah. Totally agree. So I think in Weston there are a bunch of people who get really into local food and they realize that this species is in danger of endangerment mm-hmm. uh if the population right. keeps growing uh like it does. So can I determine the outcome or is that more up to you? No, determine render the outcome. That's totally fine. As long as it you can render it in yeah. a thing on the map. So I think the mayor is like, yes, protect the mountain lobster. Nothing's more important. And so they put up a bunch of, um, in the same way that like you can grow oysters on like nets underwater, they make some kind of like artificial habitat in the river along the whole length of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes it easier for the crayfish to like breed and stuff. So I'm going to make a bunch of little buoys in the river. Mm-hmm that indicate where the underground portions of that are. Love but yeah, it. maybe like the shipping is regulated or there's like only a certain amount let in and out every day or they have to be more careful if they're in mission, something like that. I love it. Love it. Is but, it um, Those mobsters are going to be real mad. They're going to be so pissed. <laughs> Does it sort of mess up the water ecosystem? Like the balance of it? I think they would do it properly. Okay. But it probably brings back more plant life to the river which probably makes it harder to get ships up and down. Yes. I think that's the big fallout. Gotcha. Yeah. Shipping is harder and the mafiosos are fucking pissed. I'm so mad about I, it. Good thing nothing bad ever happens when that happens. Uh-huh. Sure. Never. You guys want to go to Astros and get a bowling ball after this? <laughs> I would. <laughs> so much. I it actually really want a mountain lobster pizza slice. <laughs> All right. Oh. A celebrity moves to town. Who is it? Why are they there? Who is excited about it? Matt Damon. Now, Julia, I will say, here's the only constraints and the uh, freedoms I'm going to give you. We are living in, this is anywhere from 1995 to 2003, so try to stick with that kind of celebrity. You can also have a real person or a fake person who is an avatar of things that would be popular during that time. So make whatever choice you would like. 
who did we say before was at the ribbon cutting ceremony? Al Gore. Al Gore. I think it's Al Gore. Though. Oh God! <laughs> Wait, so Al Gore moves his family yes, there yes. to Lake Town City. One hundred percent. Amazing. Forgets a vacation home in the hills. So I'm gonna put Al Gore's new house <laughs> on the border of the Norman Rockwell area and the townies like sliver of land. I love it. All right, Brandon, you're back around. Oh, this is interesting. Um, the two high schools in the area have a deep-seated rivalry over what? So we have to add a second high school? Or? So you can do one of two things. There is still North Country in the Lake Town area, which services, I guess, that area. But you, So you can add one or two. I see either like a, um, like a downtown high school or like a charter school type thing in the hippie area. Mm. I think there would be a charter school downtown, like Miles Morales style. I like that. I like, because uh, I, yeah, I, we had a, when I was growing up, we had a an arts magnet, basically, that was like for singers. So yep. I think, yeah, there would be a STEM school downtown that you have to pass whatever test. Um, and they're like heavily focused on STEM. So Brandon, what uh, what do you want the name of this like high school smiling. to be? Um, I think it would just be Lake Town City Magnet. Like it would be very like industrial. I like Lake Town City Magnet, and they call it the Magnet. Cool. Um, and I think the rivalry stems from a couple of places. Stems. Well, um, one is definitely like socioeconomic and like academic rivalry, uh, but that's more like deep seated, like that's real. And then I think like there's a fun rivalry where um, it's like a prank rivalry type thing, where you know how uh, colleges will like steal other people's mascots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like in this one, maybe the stem like people they pulled some prank with an electromagnet that like turned off all the lights in the high school one day or something. I like that. And, like, the other high school doesn't know how to do that necessarily, so they, like, I don't know, hoist it. Yeah, like, roll their high school or something. I like that. The one does something very sophisticated, and the other one just does, like, a straight fucking prank. Well, I mean, your public high school is not going to have access to, like, a giant electromagnet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that that so much. That's perfect. Uh, Finally, this is the last one of Era 2, the boom. The city council wants to attract tourists and families from New York City. Who do they focus on? What is that slogan? Oh, my God. Okay. I can envision that there's just, like, pamphlets just show up in every single person's mailbox. Just of how uh, beautiful and the sky tram is really is really emphasized. And there's a smiling picture of the bad scientist. I forgot about the sky tram for a hot second. Sky tram. Like, oh, and it's like, it is like Lake Town City. The city. I think it might be like the city of the future. They're yeah. just very yeah. much leaning city to that of tomorrow. Future. City or of like tomorrow. Yesterday's promise today or something. <gasps> yes, oh, that's, that's it. Yeah. So Amanda White, write yesterday's promise today. Okay. This is my demonstration. I am genuinely extremely hungry now for some kind of shellfish. So will you guys let me run to the uh, the kitchenette and grab something real quick? Heck yeah. I'll be here. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay here. Can you make me a lobster roll? Hello, it's Amanda. We are doing our best, like everybody else, to live day to day and to make something about today uh, worthwhile and happy and optimistic looking forward. That might be texting your friends. That might be taking your weekly game into a virtual version and showcasing your pets while you play. Maybe it's just posting a picture of the thing you made for breakfast or the new leaf on your plant to Instagram every morning. But that's what we're taking solace in right now is those little bits of calm, those little bits of beauty, of happiness. So I hope this is one for you. Welcome to the mid-roll.
First, thank you to everybody who has joined our Patreon in the last week. Now more than ever, we are grateful for each and every person who supports our work. You literally make it possible for this to be our jobs, and we could not do it without you. So welcome to Marissa, Osias, Steph, and Rachel, along with just a few of the many existing patrons who have made the switch over to our new monthly tiers. Robin, KB, Amelia, Ilana, Isabel, Cassandra, Tyler, Bradley, Janelle, and more. It's never been a better time to become a patron because we're doing something very special for the start of Campaign 2. To immortalize everybody who's decided to support art they love with their human dollars, we are going to read the name of every single Join the Party patron in the credits of Episode 1 of Campaign 2. That means anybody who is an active patron on March 31st, 2020, both our current crew and anyone who joins in the next week, will get their name immortalized in the credits of the first episode of Campaign 2. Joined by March 31st at patreon.com slash join the party pod. Don't worry, guys. We've heard you loud and clear. And yes, there is Mountain Lobsters merch. Hightail it over to jointhepartypod.com slash merch to pre-order our Mountain Lobsters hockey t-shirt, our Mountain Lobsters snapback, that's right, and a gorgeous print of the Lake Town City map illustrated in full color by the incredibly talented Squared. If you've marveled at the character merchant stickers we made for Campaign 1, you know how skilled Squared is. We are so happy that they brought our little city to life with this map and the extremely adorable Mountain Lobsters logo. That's jointhepartypod.com slash merch to get your order in today. One of my favorite parts of these pregame episodes and also of D&D in general is problem solving. How can I build infrastructure to serve a city, but also the plot of the story? How do I optimize the stats for my new character to be a good member of my party? Playing this game teaches you skills like how to solve new and unfamiliar problems with critical reasoning, and today's sponsor, Brilliant, is there to give you a toolkit and a framework to work through novel problems. They offer a wide range of content, building interactive online courses on topics from scientific thinking to math fundamentals, from programming with Python to machine learning, including probability courses involving dice. And they know, just like a good DM does, that you can develop skills and intuition by problem solving. Effective learning is an active process, and Brilliant lets you master concepts by solving fun, interactive problems yourself. Flex your adventurer brain by going to brilliant.org slash join the party and sign up for free. Also, the first 200 people to go to that link will get 20% off the annual premium subscription. That's brilliant.org slash join the party. I recommended Multiverse to someone yesterday as a way to wrangle DM materials and world-building elements for a new DM starting a campaign later this year. Because Multiverse is an online video game platform dedicated to making gaming more intuitive, more inclusive, and more accessible. Their tools make it as easy as possible to make, play, stream, and share tabletop role-playing games with a marketplace for creators as well. You can build with pixel art both on PC and mobile. So jump into your next adventure with friends, whether they're across the table or across the world in just a click. Check them out at playmultiverse.com. Finally, we are also sponsored this week by Hero Forge. Hero Forge offers fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy races and thousands of parts to choose from. Making a mini is one of those signs that a new character is real. And as we get closer and closer to episode one of campaign two, it's like it's really getting real for us. This is a step you can take easily and affordably with Hero Forge to start designing your custom miniature today. Go to HeroForge.com to see all of the new content that they've added this week. They add new stuff every single week. It's amazing. HeroForge.com. All right, onwards and upwards. Look out for a little teaser audio next Tuesday featuring a special guest voice. It is 
extremely wonderful and you're going to enjoy it. And then on April 7th, we are starting with episode one. Hang in there, everybody. We're here for you. Now, let's get back to the world building. Okay, we're back. Uh, did you guys enjoy my um, my lobster roll that I made for everybody? It was delicious. Amanda, you need to open a lobster roll shop immediately. Maybe I will do it. It's somewhere in our city. In Lake Town City. Where dreams come true. My brain keeps wants to say yummy, yummy after you say Lake Town City. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because there, was, there must be something I'm thinking of, a commercial or something. Lake Town City, yummy, yummy. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. We are now in the third age, this is 2004 to about 2011, 2012. We're calling this the build. The good years. We is are... this when they got rid of the silver standard? Yeah, this is a... <laughs> yeah they stopped being on the silver standard. Uh, this is where uh, the infrastructure for all of the people who've come in needs to be repaired and souped up. So this is fantasy then. <laughs> yeah. We're building a lot of stuff. Yep. All right, this is the build. The city has experienced a massive influx of people. Add a new neighborhood, a new high school, and a highway or improved public transit. You oh. can improve on the SkyTram, so. We can add more of them. That's true. Mm. Yes. More skies. We can more do skies. You can do a different public transit. Another can... layer on top of the SkyTram, the SkyTram tram. The heaven <laughs> the tram. The Sky SkyTram sky tram. Sorry, I didn't anticipate that you would come up with the perfect idea. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, you need to have a new defined neighborhood, which can also take space that does not exist or you can encroach on other people's space uh, and then add a, another high school and some sort of transportation improvement, whether it is a road or what else. So I'd like to do a neighborhood and I would like to add a arts district. Cool. Because we don't have nice. one of those yet. Yeah. So I think it would make sense to kind of get it off of the downtown area. Um, especially since we have the Museum of Tomorrow and this awful highway over here. So I think that it would make sense to kind of put that in the middle of those two things. Love it. Yeah. Amanda, the road you drew, the squiggly drew, looks like it's giving me the finger. <laughs> oh. Right there. Well, for that, I apologize, Brandon. <laughs> oh, very Aww, sweet, Julia. Very nice. I did the tragedy and the comedy masks for the arts district. I love all of those neighborhoods that are just like about the direction of it. So this is south of Little Italy. So it's Salida or something. Oh, Yay! And it's the only place you can get a good cocktail in town. A hundred percent. Every time you walk into a bar in the arts district and you're like, do you guys have to do bowling balls here? And they're like, excuse me, sir. You'll get a... Mountain lobster martini, and you'll like it, sir. <laughs> yeah. uh, so now add a high school. Well, I was going to mention I loved the idea of the magnet school and um, the idea of the arts magnet school that Brandon brought up. So why don't we add an arts magnet school to Salida? I was yeah. thinking the same thing. I liked that um, maybe the mayor got pressure eventually to be like, it's steam, not stem. <laughs> steam, not stem. Steam, steam not, not stem. stem. Steam, not stem. I also want to put forward the idea that you can, for $2 more, put an optional Corona floater in your bowling ball. Yes. I Brandon. mean, that was always the truth. <laughs> Brandon, this is the kind of brave innovation that makes you such a valuable member of the team. And in this era, they now added, optionally, a salted rim. Incredible. All right. So I added a school. But it's called Stardust. Sorry, I added a school-looking building that had a music note and like an art palette with a paintbrush coming Cute. out of it. Very good. Do we have a name for this one? The palette. That, oh. That's definitely the nickname. That's yeah. definitely the nickname. What's the official name? Mm. 
Do you think it's like after a contemporary artist, or do you think it's like very classical? It's like the Lady Gaga school for the arts. <laughs> either it's like either that, or it's just like it's fucking Michelangelo, guys. <laughs> I like the Lady Gaga school for the arts, please. <laughs> did she? Yeah, did she endow money upon this of town? Of course she did. She and Al Gore, real good friends. <laughs> All right. So now, uh, who went last? Did I go last? Could I put the bar? Yes. Oh, did we do the transportation part of it? No, no, we didn't. Oh, sorry. Well, if the highway bisecting the page uh, was originally just like a two-lane local highway, we yeah. could expand it to be four-lane or something I think that's like a good that. idea. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just make it a little thicker. I like that, though, is that people who still use cars and want to brave the winter like can now has a highway. So yeah. kind of cool. So I just drew the local teens and young people get into a new activity. What is it? What businesses spring up to keep it going? Oh, is there a Z God. on the word teens? No. Oh. Oh, you can imagine it, though. Now, you can come up with something that is, like, upstate New York-y, or you can come up with something that is, like, very quintessentially mid-2000s. Smoking. What's what's very, like, <laughs> Could Canadian? Could be Jewel. Because we talked about how this is very close to the Canadian border. It is. So, this like, is very yeah. close to Montreal. What's a very, like, Canadian sport or activity or something like that? I mean, the kids could get really into hockey fandom, and then like they actually invest in a hockey thing to diversify the economy, and then like a professional hockey team like starts practicing there. This yeah. is how we get our hockey team, Eric. That's true. Lake Town City becomes a hockey town. Lake I like town that. City. So what you can do is I would put a hockey rink. You could also just make it like a general sports arena type thing that yeah, in the off season isn't necessarily hockey. Well, yeah. they could also do like. Music concerts in there, like, like yeah, a multi purpose like, thing. Exactly. I think that can go across from the rest stop. It mm-hmm. can go like kind of right off whatever, like I 95 or wherever they get off the main highway. Um, and it's like a, a whole kind of little complex down here. Yeah. And it's a pain in the ass to get to, much like many New yes. York uh, team stadiums. Yeah. This is like the Meadowlands or even uh, Foxborough mm-hmm. for uh, New England. It's yeah. like outside of the city. Now, I do want to propose that. During some seasons, they do have roller derby. Yes. Like roller derby regional finals. Yes. 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 Love it. Because I love roller derby. Oh, it's 100%. I do like that Like, there's no professional team, but they're building oh, it on the hope that maybe it'll happen. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want it in the big stadium. I think it should go in the actual roller rink. Oh, I assumed that there oh, was roller Astros derby. Astros 100%. That does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, Julia, it is now your turn. Ooh, yes. I briefly glanced at mine, and it's like the gods sent it to me. So it's a heartwarming story captures the entire city's consciousness. What is it? What changes? Or a weird urban legend captures Yay! the entire city's consciousness. What is it? What changes? It's weird. Let's... It says, comma, Julia? Julia? <laughs> it says, spirits team on it? <laughs> Julia, Listen. is the paper really hot? Is that why you chose it? It's like, it's all wet. Why is it so wet? <laughs> why is it in your handwriting? I don't know. It's weird how that happened when it's typed. <laughs> Strange how there's just the or was in pencil, and then so was the rest of it. <laughs> weird how that happened. Anyway, let's talk about the weird urban legend that's going on in Lake Town. Mm-hmm. And is it a lake monster? It is could it? be the is lake it? monster in Lake Town City. That's a good one. I think that we should spitball a bunch because this yes. is like our yes. shit. Yes. So just like let's throw a lot okay. out and I'll keep it on. It could on, be like down. radioactive lake mountain monster. lobsters. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We got forest as well. We got river. We got lake. Mm-hmm. We got uh, tram. Maybe there's a ghost tram. Maybe there's a ghost tram. Okay. okay. Um, it could be something in the shanty town where there's like abandoned houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone could have like died constructing the museum. Something could be built on top of something like a like a waste dump site. 
Uh, yeah, I think like really leaning into like nuclear waste or mutant creatures or something to that effect yeah. makes the most sense. I maybe, think it also definitely has to indict the mad scientist. Yes. Maybe there's a rumor that all mountain lobsters are actually lab grown. <laughs> like they're actually cloned <laughs> or artificial. Mm. Mm-hmm. It, it's that and also like... Every like one in one hundred has a weird mutant disease that it transforms into a giant one and like it attacks oh, yeah. people. Yeah. Because the scientist is still dumping waste into the, yeah. the lake or the river. Yeah, what if there's like what if the the lake monster river monster is like just there's a legend there's a giant crawfish. Yeah. There. Yeah. That and, like she was trying to breed them to be or like yes. genetically engineer them to, to be, be like bigger. hardier and yeah. bigger, mm-hmm. and then the one got away. Yeah. So the, when we started breeding crawfish more, they were like, "Well, instead of more, maybe we just make them bigger and plumper." And mm-hmm. the scientists tried that, and then we got giant mutant cool lake yeah. monster crawfish. But it's not confirmed, right? It's just an urban legend. It's, it's just all an urban legend. Okay. Yeah. Can so, it? Can they be named Monty instead of Nessie? Yes, we're naming it Monty. <laughs> So the lake connects to the larger river system, mm-hmm. so that it's been spotted in various places yes. around. Because it's yeah. not you can real, move around. <laughs> right? And uh, uh, yes, fellow map purists, that would make it a cove mm-hmm. and not a lake. <laughs> That's fine. Oh my god, it's I, a bay, but they call it the lake. Obviously, both signs are nicknamed uh, Monty. Yeah, I like that. Very fun. But it was so, like placed on top of that, you know? Like that yeah. wasn't what it originally was. Yeah. So to represent Monty, the the, the <laughs> mutant crawfish. <laughs> Uh, I drew a very bad crawfish in the Lake Town Circle area. Looks good to me. Great. I do want to eat it. Now again, is this are, is a crawfish crayfish? Are they all the same? It's all the same. All the same. Okay, really? just checking. I always forget. Yeah, but we're saying <laughs> mountain, lobster. mountain lobster. Mountain lobster is the colloquial term. Hundred percent. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, Brandon, go ahead. I am picking one up. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, what happened? A natural disaster hits the oh, city. No. What is it? What does it destroy? I don't hmm. want to destroy anything. I don't it's my perfect town. Our perfect either. little town. Unless it wrecks the horrible road. Let it re- mountain slide. Is there a land slide, the landslide? Yeah. yeah. Rock slide and it Cuts off the middle finger that you hate so much, Brandon. <laughs> this one right here. Just an option. So I was going to say flood. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it could be a flood in like February can, or something. Can we flood the terrible river though? Well, there are often floods in uh, like April and May as the Snow as melts. the ice melts. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I like a flood along the river from like outside the map boundary in, and it sort of like the flood tapers off, so it didn't actually hit the lake. Like the lake didn't flood. But the river boundary did. Maybe like it creates like marshland too, because we didn't populate That's what that I was area. Say, yeah. I think it destroys some of the docks, um, which have to yeah. be rebuilt. And then I think, yeah, the area where the windy road is now becomes sort of like a little bit swampy and marshy. What happens now that there is marshland? Do they re- rebuild this highway? And do they rebuild? And how do they rebuild the docks? I want to say they don't rebuild the highway because everyone agreed it was terrible. I yeah, agree. maybe yeah. Julia's previous idea of turning some old highway into park, and now it's like kind of a marshy preserve, and that's like a nature trail. Yeah, mm, it's like a green space. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think as you go further along off the map, it like it's worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like cool. into the forest. That's yeah. great. Okay, um, and so, I do think they rebuild the docks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, What's different though? I do want to say probably because they rebuilt the docks, it's a little bit more structured, and so the mafia loses kind of its hold on that area. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, so less now there's less organized crime because the docks are a lot nicer and a lot less shady. Yeah, maybe they built a uh, a dock side or on the dock Astros. And it's yeah. Like a chain, yeah. A no, chain it's like the Navy Yard. In. It's like the Navy Yard in yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. Like put in lighting. Yeah. They, they're gentrifying the fucking docks yeah. and uh, the 
people of Little Italy are not happy. But yeah. only some of them. There are still some of the old-timey docks, and they're the ones right. closest to Lake Town. Exactly. So we do have some. I think they also have a new special drink that's like, do you guys ever have ocean water at Sonic? No. So it's like coconut and like lemon and lime flavor, but I think they have like a like a tropical version of the bowling ball. Oh, interesting. Like it's a, on the river. Like, like a their version blast. of a pina colada. Oh, and maybe they put a little um, either like toy or uh, some sort of edible thing that looks like a little monster crawfish in it. Yeah. Or a Bloody Mary with a crawfish claw. Ooh, oh. also very good. A clawfish. <laughs> it's probably just a full crawfish because crawfish are like smaller than the size of your hand. Except for Monty. Monty is a big, big boy. Bigger than all of us. He'd be delicious to eat. He would be delicious to eat. That's the problem. Monty is our king. Hmm. Okay, we lost two, so I'm going to read two. Cool. And I promise. He lost it. So here's... It's the sports one, isn't it? It is the sports oh, one. Oh, motherfucker. A sports team is coming to the city. What sport was the team It's made? hockey. It, now, because of what you put in, what we talk about, it's definitely hockey. And it's the mountain lobster. It is the mountain lobster. Yay! I did want... And Monty is Is the... Monty's their mascot. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the colors are icy blue yeah. and pink with like white and black. Like white, black, icy blue, and then the the crawfish pink. Yes. Which I, I really like. And then the name of the stadium is sponsored by one of the local, is by, by Thornhill. It's, oh, sweet. Yes. So Thornhill's is the coffee shop that Julia originally made. We talked about a little bit about this like franchising out. So it's Thornhill Arena. Yeah. Because an arena is usually like indoor. Oh, I'm so excited. Coffee in every pot. <laughs> Very good. Coffee in every All right. I will select Monster. one of the real <laughs> no. slips. I, I promise I just lost it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right. So mine says a neighborhood expands overtaking another one. What Uh-oh. is it? Is there a blend or an erasure of the past one? Ooh. I think it would make sense for the shantytown to spread to the industrial area. Yeah. I think either that or um, maybe the industrial zone as like there are more and more jobs depending on whatever's happening with the science thing, they could also expand into kind of West Town. Yeah, that might be interesting because you could sort of like take um, some of these old industrial buildings and build lofts for like... Yeah. yeah. Um, or... Like, oh, so Weston moving into the industrial zone or the industrial zone moving into Weston? maybe that blend. I don't know. Industrial oh, okay. into Weston. And I think, yeah, like maybe this is like coming into the late aughts, right? Yes. Um, so maybe there are, you know, like artisanal pickles and like local yeah. coffee and yes. more of a true blend of those yeah. two ideologies. Mm-hmm. would be kind of cool. Hmm. Now what I want to do, I want to create a new neighborhood, which is the fusion, which is like the super hipstery area. Mm -hmm. So now we have this gentrified area, which literally used to be nothing until now. And that is like the it is the true like hipstery thing here. While instead there was like more of an agricultural crunchy thing in Weston and now it's industrial. So like we're talking like fucking Bushwick right now. Right. Yeah. What did you make for your hipster segment? The jar of pickles. (laughs) Amanda has strong feelings on how pickles look. Well, it has a little label on the jar. Uh, can I make a su- can I make a suggestion? What is that? Uh, the Astros is now in the hipster area. Cool. You think it moved or you it didn't move? It's just like one? it's just it like got it. it got uh, et up. That's the main thing that made Weston okay. cool yeah. is now in the cool neighborhood. Yeah, but they go to Astros like ironically because like you know exactly. Yeah, got it. So our new neighborhood expands out from industrial zone across the uh, new efficient road and then kind of hugging the edge of that road all the way down the left-hand side of the map almost to the rest stop. What do we want to call the hipster area? Brooklyn. New Brooklyn. (laughs) Well, I I like the idea of like like 
Westonville or something like that. You know what I mean? How like, about Astroville? Maybe it's Thornhill starts doing their own roasting and selling their products online. Oh, interesting. Mm. So maybe it's like Thorn Space Hill. Thorn Hill. I like that. I like Thornhill. That's good. Write it down yeah. so we don't Do we want to put uh, a, like a new flagship Thornhill store in there as well? Oh, oh yeah. like the, uh, the like Starbucks the roastery. Reserve? Yeah. Or like the, right the court, next which is now like a corporate you, office. You take care yeah. of that. There you go. Wonderful. Uh, Julia, it is now your turn. Ooh, okay. Uh, I just want everyone to know that the bowling balls in that area, everyone knows that they're a little watered down. Oh, oh. <laughs> You're so invested Always in Always the bottom Astros. line. Ooh. A group explores the city more thoroughly and finds something that had been previously overlooked. What is it? Ooh. Yeah. A ghost. <laughs> yes, it's a ghost. Um, it could be a natural resource. It could be like an old business, an old history. It could be inner city or it can be on the outer reaches of the city, however you choose. Well, actually, that kind of brings me to my point. I like the idea of doing something with the forest area down here that's now bordering the marsh area from the flood. I'm just not entirely sure what is what it's going to be. Hmm. Maybe there is like an old mine or old like fur trapper huts or a like mushroom or a truffle <gasps> or some kind of more food things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe there are truffles there. Like Eric got me a book all about how people murder each other about truffles in France. It's wild. It's a real thing. Okay. This could also have to do with the expansion of organized crime. Yes. Okay. So it's not truffles, but it's like something as like the new, it's the American truffle. But I think this is related to, Brandon, please read the next slip. The next slip says, where is the seedy underbelly in the city? What crime sustains them? I just really want a mushroom syndicate. So I think that it was in Little Italy for a very long time uh, because that is where the docks are located. And I think that like now I'm like fully in the space where in the (laughs) marshland, you know, they used to do like rum running on like the bayous and stuff and use like fan boats and whatnot to like run things back and forth. And I love the idea of instead of using the river, using the marshland to bring stuff up to the docks. Cool. And then bring that back down to New York City. Truffle. I wonder if we have the mafia, the Italian mafia on one side, and now we have another crime syndicate. Interesting. Like, do we have the, and Brandon, I think you should run with this because this is your poll. But, like, who is the other CD? We had a CD underbelly. Let's make another one. What is their crime? And it doesn't have to be as, or it doesn't have to be organized. It can be something maybe a little more sporadic and can be like a smaller crew or whatever. Eco, eco related stuff like fertilizers that aren't regulated or like a growth hormone for plants that's Mm, where my mind goes that's interesting okay yeah so here's my thought i think there is an organization of like quasi eco terrorists Mm. um that control the mushroom trade because they sell it to the restaurants in town that's how they get their funding and they use that money to uh we don't know exactly what they're doing but i think they're funding potential technology weapons like maybe they're trying to build a particle accelerator or something i think they're also using that money to like uh bribe politicians to get what they want like i think they're using no one's quite sure exactly what they're doing with the money yet but i do think they are selling like their their laundering scheme is to sell these american truffles to the restaurants 100 percent. i love that yeah and they're using like 
eco science and tech to make it happen. And yeah. they're like very moralistic. Like they're like, yeah, you know, this is this is for the good of the society. Right. Good. Like I could see someone like that being motivated to like kill all non-native species of plants. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, buddy. <laughs> like that's not that's not that's that not small sense. potatoes. Do I have to draw that somehow. Yeah. So draw. Why don't you draw like their hideout in the truffle area? Julia, I like your mushrooms. They're so Thank cute. You. I'm just going to build a house around the mushrooms. Sounds okay. good to me. That's their warehouse. A mushroom hut. May I also stake a claim for the mafia truffle syndicate uh, hangout to be like here? Yeah, absolutely. Do the mafia yeah, maybe, we sell downstate? I was gonna say maybe they, maybe they, the mushroom, the mafia are like the middlemen for the mm-hmm. American. Mm-hmm. Remember, so they New- can like they can like hide their involvement. Remember, yeah. New York right. City still exists. Yes, <laughs> if that helps. And New York City wants those American truffles real bad. Yeah, I don't love think it. the eco-terrorists have the distribution network that yeah. the mafia has. Yeah, definitely. totally. Love it. All right. We are now in the final age, the new age. Ooh. This is going to start in 2013 and continue to do 2020, whatever that means to us and wherever we're going to pick up. Yes, thank you, to present day. Here is the era event. Finally, the state has approved our plans for a high-speed train to New York City. Ooh. Where is the station? Oh, interesting. Ooh, can, may I suggest terrible visitor center that has been there since the 80s gets turned oh. into big train station. I'm into it. I think then we'd probably expand and add a new or a bigger tram stop, Sky tram, mm-hmm. yeah. but people can take that into the city center. Right. Go for it, Jules. Okay. Can we do this the reverse of Penn Station, where instead of knocking down a beautiful example of, like, 18th century architecture uh, or 19th century architecture, they instead like build like a nouveau Greco-Roman, like grand Vanderbilt Carnegie era yes. train station. I, I like that for sure. Do but you... it encloses the, instead of the Grand Central clock, we got that lobster. He's right in the middle. <laughs> Welcome. And then also right across from it, I am adding a secondary tram stop so that Tight. people Definitely. could easily get to it. Uh, what else now pops up because there is a the high speed rail from New York City on the outskirts of town? I mean tourism, hotels, hotels, yeah. All right, so let's make this into a into a neighborhood that is based around the high speed rail. I think it also, yeah, would become a commuter haven mm-hmm. for New York City workers. I think this also might include the arena. Yes, and this neighborhood is terrible. So oh, yeah. no one likes yeah. it. Maybe there's a water park. Those happen a lot in the highway <laughs> along the highways of state. In the, in, in the Frozen tundra. They're though? indoor, indoor. Uh, in Erie, Pennsylvania, the most Rust Belt ass town of all time. There is a indoor water park. It's called Splashdown. Yeah, I think these these kind of people that uh, live here now, like they do live here, but they are the kind of people that don't take any pride in where they live or the city. They they just sort of like mm-hmm. this is where I've sat down, mm-hmm. and so like the rest of the town is like even the people who are in the newly like relatively newly developed area are like you're not Lake Town Cityers. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want to be. Right. No. They're only there for the jobs and mm-hmm. because they got forced to. Yeah. I'm also sure that like with the new development, there's a lot of uh, companies that are like, okay, now we're going to put a comp- a thing in there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So I will draw our first slip of the last era. So this says, what is the city missing? Add whatever you'd like. Oh, what is it missing, guys? I think it is missing a like hospital, research university, and like... 
uh, major like Cleveland Clinic style, like regional excellence in medical care. Yeah. To expand on that further, big college campus. Yeah. Yeah. I think it will go in our top left corner. Yeah. We're pretty empty, kind of north of Hippieville. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to draw... Maybe there's a couple universities and like a big hospital. Mm-hmm. You guys feel good about that? Yeah. Yeah. I like love if that's making... like the college town area. Oh my God. I fucking love that. Yeah. Because, you know, they definitely need some affordable. <gasps> Thornhill. Yeah. Now carries textbooks. There that's you true. go. It's Thornhill University, but now there's SUNY Lake Town City. Oh, <laughs> hell yes. Add both of those. I would also like to posit that the original incident townies who were involved in it get free college. Oh, 100%. 100%. What about, isn't that the ultimate legacy that, like, your your parents were there during the uh, fucking inciting incident? Mm-hmm. So I've drawn at the top left corner of the map a university in sort of, like, old school style, a gross-looking SUNY building because <laughs> lots of the SUNYs have bad architecture from uh, the 70s, a hospital, and then a little bit of, like, student housing to kind of indicate that there's a lot of, um, like, apartments and kind of more affordable housing in this zone. Sure. Hell yeah. Love it. All right, is it my turn? Yes. Next. <laughs> of course. What is the newest food craze in the city? Yay. Who makes it best? Who makes it second best? Ooh. So I think this is where we need to establish our poutine. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's got to be bad, though. Astros makes it terribly, but everyone goes there drunk. Yep. Yeah, because it's the original. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there are definitely people from Montreal who come down oh, yeah. to do it now. Now yeah. there, we have Maybe we can get some uh, Quebecers, some French people yeah. in the mix. I'm going to throw that actually in our newly established college area. Yes. Yeah. Took the words right out of my mouth. Julia. I love can how the I... college is now like quasi-Quebec. <laughs> can I propose that Astros now has a range of bowling balls in different weights <laughs> So you, can oh. get, you can get a five pound bowling ball, which is like the drink. You can get like the six pound bowling ball, which is like it's a bowling ball, but it's filled with gravy and fries and cheese curds. Oh, Ooh. God. And then you can add up to like an eight pound ball, which is like got crayfish and other Loaded bullshit in it. Poutine. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. So I added a little tray of poutine to the top of our Excellent. map there. So Astros makes it second best. So yes. what is the name of this poutine place? Oh, oh, there was a place. In Boston, if I can name it after that, which Please. is just called Sauce, but it was S A U S. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> love it. Yeah, for and sure. You would go to Sauce. R- write that down because right. I don't want to forget that. So Sauce makes it the best, but Astros is makes it second best, hundred yes. percent. Do this place like? Do they make like a poutine sandwich too? They might. <laughs> that sounds like something called like do. That. Like a poutine burrito. Yeah, that's it. Ooh. It's gotta be wrapped in something. Yeah, for the poutine lover on the go. Yeah, like they make a breakfast poutine wrap mm-hmm. with like eggs and poutine and a burrito. Yes, correct. Very good. I actually would eat that. <laughs> like a poutine po' boy. Yeah, that sounds mm. good. All right. Oh, your, it's my turn. Your right. pull, bud. Oh, interesting. Who is the current mayor? For how long? What was their platform? So again, when I we started in like the... Turn of the early 90s, the mad scientist was the mayor. And it sounds like she was the mayor for a while. Mm-hmm. But now, is it different? Is she still the mayor? Who, Or is there like an upstart who is the mayor now? How do you think we should change it? I would imagine that the mad scientist is still mainly because two reasons. One, the people who actually live in the town want to try to maintain control of their town. So they would put an original townie mm-hmm. in sure. mayorship. And then two, she would become so integrated into global politics that she is their keystone to me staying relevant in the world. A hundred percent. I think that New York State 
change the capital of New York from Albany to Lake Town City as an idea of futurism, as a representation of the state in the country. And now whatever happened during the inciting incident, there has to be federal people because we historically closed off Lake Town, the historic district, and all of these deals that we've been talking about and how the environmental people are involved. I think that she is, in fact, the liaison with the larger federal government. Yeah. I do, however, like the idea that maybe she has like a challenger on the horizon. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like someone who's come in who is new but like is is raising questions and concerns about her and also like suggesting ideas that people are excited about. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. I would ask Brandon a question first and then we'll go sure. to there. Do you think she has the same platform? It's all about like the futurism and being the city of tomorrow. Crawdad in every pot. Yeah, I mean, you can't get rid of that. That's just genius. <laughs> it's okay if the answer is yes. I just, I have a follow-up question if it is yes. I think it's similar, but I think it's like an evolved platform of like, yesterday's promise today and tomorrow. Mm. Like it's a maintaining of this prominence in the right. country. So let's make our challenger. Uh, who do you think is challenging her? Why? And what was their job before? I think it's some um, like senator from the city or something, um, someone who's like 32 and really handsome and like uh, sort of like a uh, Trudeau type where they're mm-hmm. just like come into town and charm everyone. And they're like, oh, I'll put two lobsters in your pot kind of thing. Everyone, or even like an Obama type figure where like it's just super charismatic and everyone sort of falls in love yeah. with them. Right. And also like coming in and being like, well, you know, the the promise of the future in the 90s is not the promise of the future in 2020. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So where do we think this person comes from? I think that let's make, let's draw on the map this person's representation. If the mayor stays as the mayor. I think it's possible they were previously a town council representative in like uh, somewhere like Long Island City in Queens where they helped oversee mm. a real transition from like, you know, faded industrial zone to like mad condos. How do we feel about them moving into our commuter town then? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the commuter town to a challenger would be a great example of the fact that like unthinking growth isn't good for a place. Yeah. I'm just going to put a little American flag in the middle. Nice. That's good. Dope. All right, we only have two more things left. It's my turn. The city finishes a long-term public works project. What is it? When was it started? Oh, man. What kind of fucking boondoggle did the is has the mad scientist been trying to doing for such a long time? May I suggest tunnels? <laughs> Ooh. I think there needs to be like a scientific research center that's like very kind of like cloaked and just like, what do we do in the future? And maybe it was like, it was, oh, maybe it was always trying to be developed in where the colleges are. And now but the colleges sprang up around it and she's like, shit. And now it's like, oh, it's also finished. And now I guess a lot of young people are around it. Oh, Oops. okay. Oops. <laughs> And there's like a lot of like secret, there's like a lot of locked doors. And I think there's a lot of like secret stuff in there. So I want to put a scientific research center where the university is. Do it. Lots of eyewash stations. So many. Beakers on beakers. Those emergency shower things. (laughs) I can't tell if it's an atom or a satellite dish from here, but it's very Yeah, I put a satellite dish on top of a box, but I put X's on the windows so people can't look at it. Incredible. Satellite hat? It's a satellite hat. Mm -hmm. And finally... Oh, this. man, I know which one this is. I'm so which excited for you. It? A series of bank robberies <gasps> take place over a summer. <laughs> Who is committing them? What is their MO? Jeez. Maybe we don't, the people don't know who they are, but us as creators know who they are. 
Throw out some options. Is it the eco-terrorists? Is it some new villain group? The mafia. The mafia. The punks. Is it the punks? Yeah, that's fun. Is it... A bunch of college students. Sentient It might be Monty. It might be Monty. Monty. Who can say? Monty's grandkids, maybe. Who can say? (laughs) I think this is some kids who are living now in original Lake Town in the historic district who feel strongly that they are not fully like benefiting from all of the prosperity that is happening around them. Uh, So they do some bank robberies and their MO is to wear masks, Monty masks that they get at the uh, rest stop and they go in on skateboards and then skate away really quickly. This is just Anara. <laughs> what you described is just Anara. I don't I don't know if skateboards are the most efficient escape system. It can't be like scientific pet like futuristic like hoverboards and shit. I think they can like jack like with an app or something, they can like jack the like bike share or scooter share and uh then mm. they like escape on those like abandon them, hop on a tram, and then like go to wherever they have to go. They're I techno like hackers, mm. techno crimes. I'm into it. Crimes. Can I make a suggestion that they are the descendants of Ma's ice cream shop? They're Ma's kids. All about it. I think they're Ma's nephews' kids. What if they're called the nephews or something? I think these are the kids that hang out on the dock at night. And they live various places, but that is where they convene to plot their uh, their crimes. So they are the uh, dock rats. May I suggest that they've also, maybe they steal from the eco-terrorists or like the eco-terrorists are like, hey, here's a laser weapon. I don't know. I do think I did like the eco-terrorists being floaters because I liked how they were not affiliated with the mafia. So I have no problem with them giving them tech as well. Yeah, I think like someone's cousin is like in the eco-activist group. I don't mm-hmm. think they would call themselves that. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to draw a jewel on the dock. <laughs> yeah. I love that. All right, that is the end of the map game. I want everyone map here. Game! Map game. Map game. All right. So what? How do we feel? What do we think about our city? I feel great. I'm really excited to explore it as a character. I'm super excited to go to Astros and get uh, two bowling balls, one with poutine and one with alcohol. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting that uh that mountain lobster slice. Yes. Yeah. I'm stoked. I want to visit this town. For sure. This is so good. I'm I am truly so excited. I'm extremely excited. So we're going to post the photos of both the town and the city on the Instagram and on the internet and also we can find it on the website and it's going to be linked to the episode description here so you can follow along. I'm ready to introduce your characters and let them loose on the city. I know. You'll find out in two weeks uh, what our characters are and what role they play in Lake Town City. I'm so excited to play the mayor. That's not <laughs> Brandon, you're not being the bad scientist. I like I like it though, Brandon. Push <laughs> I, for it. Oh god, I'm ready. Yeah. Episode one, two weeks. Blah. All right, we'll see you then. Bye. 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 Yesterday's promise, today and tomorrow.